yeah. Look at that. Look at that. You guys believe this? I just figured out how to add some music. Now I have proper intro. I mean, come on. This is like, this is big time. <laughs> guys, I am like, I've made it. I've made it. <laughs> So welcome to 2024, guys. Is it is it too late to say Happy New Year? I mean, I get it. I may, I may have missed the window, but I'm going to say it anyway. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, I am so excited to get into a new year. I'm excited to create and do new things. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. Let's do this. All right. Today, we are talking about simple, small Things. We are breaking it down so much that what I want to focus on is creating a word for the year, one word for the year, and tying that into one resolution for the year. Now I know we're like in mid-January, totally dating this podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> we're in mid-January and... Some people might feel, well, I'm already like two weeks in. I got my resolutions down. I'm crushing it. Fine. Go with it. Stay with it. But for those of us who are still like a little like, eh, I want to do something different. I want to create a great year. I don't know where to start. I want to make it as easy as possible. So I'm going to share with you what I'm going to do for this year. What my goal, well, what my one resolution and my word of the year is, and then what I plan to do about it. Okay, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be so great. <laughs> so here's why I'm saying just one resolution. I was listening to um, a podcast. I was listening to Martha Beck. She has the the Gathering Room podcast. She, in case you don't know who she is, she is like a world-renowned life coach, basically. She's, you know, coached celebrities. I think Oprah is like, you know, she... She works with Oprah. I mean, come on, that's like pretty top notch. <laughs> you know, you're doing things pretty well when you can say Oprah and you help her, right? Okay, so anyway, so I listened to her podcast and you know, you always get nice little tidbits and um, so I like to steal some things from people. So this is actually what I'm, I'm stealing from her, the one resolution idea because she made a very good point uh, and that is, okay, so I, let me just get into it because I really don't want to talk around it without like telling you, I'm not trying to create any suspense or anything. Um, so her idea was one resolution and I thought, okay, let me just come up with one word that reminds me of the resolutions because you know how you go about your days and you kind of forget things. And I want this to stay top of mind because resolutions Typically, on average, people who make them, this is, uh, I read this in Forbes, people who make them on average, they stick with it for just a little over three months. Sounds pretty typical. But here's the thing. I don't want to do it all year. <laughs> I don't want to just make a resolution and have it last three months. And, you know, we've all seen this. The gym memberships fly through the roof at this point. And then come March, you can finally use the treadmill again because there's nobody there anymore. You know, I always remember when I used to belong to a gym, it was like crazy in January and February. 
the place was just jam-packed. And then come March, come April, you're like, all right, all right, we're back to normal. Everybody's left. Everybody's kind of given up on it. And, you know, like, we've really got to figure something out. we really got to change it up. That's why I, I just wrote a post this week on my uh, Substack, which you can check out. Um, I'll, I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Um, I wrote about how January should be... Listen, I'm, I'm all for dryuary. I get it. You know, if, but if we're renaming the month, I'd like to rename it Gracuary. <laughs> Gracuary. It kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit, I think. Gracuary is a month. It's like a grace period. We give ourselves the month to like figure stuff out. We don't dive headfirst into creating massive change because listen, the top resolutions... Um, again, according to Forbes, is improved fitness at 48%. Like 48% of people who set resolutions, fitness is numero uno. And let me tell you firsthand, it's not something you just dive into and then expect to ride it out for the entire year. You get burnt out because you don't know exactly what's involved You don't know how much of a change it's going to require, how much time it's going to require. And listen, we are all running around like Chicken Little. You know, we have so many things to do. There's so much going on in this world. And then to just all of a sudden be like, well, I'm going to get fit and still do everything. No, there's so many components and layers to it that it's such a big undertaking. And to feel like you've already failed only a few weeks in, is pretty much why people stop. And that's, no, let's let's give us some grace period. Let's give us a nice look roomy. You know, let's make it a little roomy, a little comfy. We can experiment. We can try things. And it's not like I should, should, should. It's more like, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Like, look at me with this podcast. I didn't know how to put music on in the beginning. And like, if that was, if that was like my gold standard, I would have stopped this a long time ago. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know how to figure it out. I don't have time to like sit down and do it. All of this stuff requires patience and time and give yourself some grace and you know, room to like experiment and make it fun because honestly, and here I am, I'm tying this in now. See, I'm bringing it back around. I got (laughs) my word for the year. My word for the year is play. It's play. Make it more playful because if you make it more playful, this heaviness just gets completely eradicated because you're like, oh, I'm just going to have fun with this. Oh, cool. I I can totally do because I don't really have a lot of fun anymore. (laughs) I don't really play, you know? And the funny thing is, when did play stop being a thing? Like at what age were we like, well, I guess I got to start taking life seriously now and I have to get my things in order and become an adult and take on all this responsibility and blah, ugh, God, (laughs) when, when I don't remember signing up, I, I mean, I did. I signed up for it, did it. I've been doing a lot of serious stuff, you know, and not enough play when it comes to work. And for me, that's like, mm, no, no, it's not working. 
It's not working. I do so much better. I'm doing so much better because now I'm taking a playful approach to all of this, right? Like, stop taking yourself so seriously. Um, And again, I got this from Martha Beck. I got it from her podcast. This is very interesting. I thought this was a very interesting fact that she brought up. It's about um, having a, a more of a a playful side. Um, it's called dedicated play. Okay, there's like a dedicated practice, but there's also something called dedicated play. So let's say you want to master something, right? Something that interests you. So typically you look at people who are doing it really well, people who are crushing it, and you commit to a dedicated practice. And, you know, you try something, you see how it works. And then you maybe it doesn't work right. So you try something again, you try a different approach and yada, yada, yada. So she's saying that it takes 400. I'm sure this is like a rounded number. It's not completely, you know, 400 on the dot, probably somewhere around there. Practiced iterations of a new skill or ideas to create a new neuron circuit in the brain. So, right. So then finally, like after 400 iterations, you're like, all right, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Here's the funny thing. Dedicated play actually allows you to gain mastery faster. Dedicated play takes not 400 practice iterations or repetitions. It takes 10, 10, 10 to wire a new neuron circuit in the brain. I mean, why aren't we playing more? play, play, play. You're having fun. It means you're enjoying the process. You're creating from a space that is so just less ick. <laughs> I mean, how's that for like being all scientific-y? You're creating from, I mean, it, 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 I just, um, I mean, like this is like blows my mind, <laughs> as you can see. I always, I have a niece, a new niece, she's about eight months old, and I was babysitting her the other day, and I spent a few hours with her, and we just played the whole time, and you just know that her brain, like she stops and looks at things, and you're playing things, and she's knocking them over, and you're building them up, and she's knocking them down, and, but she's learning this whole time, but it's not like I'm forcing her to like do something, I mean, not that you can, she's eight months old. But you just see her little brain working. It is the cutest thing. I don't know. I just didn't notice this when I had my kids. <laughs> I didn't play that much. I don't know. I think it's when your own, you're just so overwhelmed and I don't know. But when it's not your own and you can actually see like their little brains trying to figure things out and oh my God, it's so cute. It is just the cutest thing and she's going to learn. But that's how they learn through play, through songs, through imagination, through bright colors and toys. And like, why has it become so black and white? The older we get, like work, you got to work. Now, like I want to play. My brain works better when it comes from that place of play. And apparently, a lot of people work better. Our brains work better when we're just less stressed and we're not coming from a place of overwhelm and frustration and I need to do this and I should be doing this and yada, yada, yada. Like, good God. (laughs) So that's my word of the year is play. I'm going to like put it all over. the. I have a huge eraser board behind me. I'm going to put play. 
So there's going to be a lot of experimenting going on this year, especially with this podcast. And that's, that's my resolution. My resolution, approach writing and podcasting with a more, with a playful attitude. Not more, but just a playful attitude. Because that's how we can learn faster and enjoy the entire process. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Tell me, please, if you have a word that you want to incorporate into into your year or what it is that you want to improve or get better at or have more fun with or experiment. I mean, there's just so many freaking options. (laughs) So many options. So share with me, please, please, please. I'd love to hear from you. We are going to have fun this year. This podcast is going to take a bit of a transition. I have... Uh, a little unveiling coming up probably at the end of the month because yes this is gracuary so I'm giving myself a grace period <laughs> to, to get all these things in order but it's going to be awesome I am so glad you're here thank you so much for listening let's get to 2024 let's get excited let's get playful all right so thank you for listening and I will see you next time ciao